made me first suspect Joe was that he knew more than any innocent person should have known. I suspected Irene the moment I heard the fireman's testimony. The apparently unimportant fact. I suspected, that I suspected, language, suspected the postman after he came. I suspected. I suspected. Listen to radio's newest, most interesting, and thrilling program, Suspicion. Now, suspicion. Somewhere in the drama about to be presented is a seemingly unimportant fact, a hidden clue that first casts suspicion on the ultimate culprit. Listen regularly to this thrilling series. Test your powers of observation and deduction and find the hidden clue. It may be a single line, a sound, perhaps a complete scene. All names and characters depicted in this story are fictitious. Any resemblance to persons living or dead is entirely coincidental. In the story we presented last time in this series, Burglary in the Yukon. Do you remember this scene? Richard Kent, having reported to the Royal Canadian Mounted Police that his store was burglarized, has returned to the store accompanied by Corporal Haynes and Private Peters. While Kent is making a list of stolen articles, Peters reports... The burglar entered through this window, all right, and then under the forces right between the upper and lower frames and pushed the lock back. Peters, pretty badly scratched, sir. Ah, there's a handprint on the inside upper board on the lower frame, sir. That, ladies and gentlemen, was the hidden clue. Had a burglar raised the lower window frame from the outside, he would have had no occasion to place his hand on the upper and inside sash of the lower window frame. This indicated that the burglary was an inside job or a fake. Now we present, by order of Judge Colt. Early one morning, Cal Brandt, owner of the Lazy T, a small cattle ranch in the Texas Panhandle, is giving orders to his two riders, Pete Wales and Red Jenkins. You better carry your shooting irons right handy today, boys. I don't reckon any cattle have been rustled yet, but yesterday I seen a couple of hard-looking jaspers examining the fence near the south corner. Okay, Cal. Come on, Red. Wake up that there hunk of horse flesh and let's get moving. Your garden will be here when you get back. See, what I see, there's going to be plenty of trouble. Some smart Alex gone and tore the fence to pieces. Yeah. Hey, why do I always have to do the talking for both of us? Is your tongue plumb wore out? Oh, well, thanks for being so loquacious. I thought maybe one of them roses you're growing took your tongue. Huh? Now, you round up them strays heading for the hole in the fence, and me, I'll fix the fence. So long. <laughs> hey, crazy idiot. Goofy over them flowers of his. And always leaving the talking to me. I reckon that someday I'll... Uh, uh, uh. Them's the facts Red gives me, Sheriff. Pete was riding for this hole in the fence. And Red, here's a shot. He turns fast and sees Pete drop. He figures it's better to look after Pete so he don't chase the killer. 
Have you got any idea who might have done it, Cal? I wouldn't have come here if I'd had any such ideas. Well, can't say I'd blame you personally, but law's law, Cal, and I'm the sheriff in these parts. Then you'd better get the killing skunk before I do, because I ain't fixing to bring him back alive. I know how you feel, Cal. I reckon I'll ride to the Lazy T with you now, and we'll get red and pick up the killer's trail. Sooner we get started, sooner we get back. the sheriff. Sheriff. What is it, Carol? Look, Red shot in the back. Oh, shot in the back just like Pete. Didn't have no chance. Gun still in his holster. Two of my boys killed, Sheriff. Why, if I find out who's done this, there ain't gonna be no use swearing out a warrant for him. After his first outburst of temper, Cal Brandt becomes grimly quiet. Following the trail of the murderer, he reaches Tombstone Creek, and there the tracks vanish. Three days pass. Then, late in the afternoon, Cal Brandt, haggard and travel-worn, enters the sheriff's office. Howdy, Cal. Howdy. Hello. Oh, howdy, North. Find anything? Nope. But I ain't quitting, Sheriff. I sent a couple of my boys over to Lazy T to look after things while you was gone. Well, that was right nice of you, North. If you'd like to hire... You and me have a hard time getting cowpunchers to work the Lazy T. I figured you'd need a couple of hands, so I asked around, but only Johnny the Kid was interested. Johnny the Kid, huh? He's a good man if you can handle him. Well, guess I'll be sloping along, gents. You can send my boys home tomorrow morning, Cal. So long. So long, So long. I didn't want to say nothing while North was here, Sheriff, but I reckon I know why Pete and Red was murdered. Yeah? Pete and Red was murdered to throw a scare into me. Huh? Yeah, that's the way I figure. Someone wants to scare me into selling the lazy tea. Oh, now, listen. Now, you know what it was when I bought the land. There wasn't enough water for more than a hundred head of cattle. I got hold of a smart college professor, and he tells me how to sink them wells. Artistic wells, he called them. Well, I'd forgot that, Cal. You've got just about the best grazing land around here now. Yep. But they ain't going to get it, Sheriff. Leastways, not while I'm alive. And if this Johnny the Kid is a fighter, well... I reckon I'll own the lazy tea for a right smart time to come. Johnny the Kid, a cool, hard-boiled young cowpuncher, accepts Cal Brandt's offer of working for the lazy tea. But just after supper, two weeks later... And what my time, Cal? I'm quitting. Quitting? Well, what's wrong? Is the lazy tea too lonely for you? Yeah, just the opposite. Ain't quite lonely enough. You mean... Yeah, twice today. The first time, it was near the south corner, just about where Pete was ambushed. I was patching a hole in the fence. I don't know why, but kind of sudden, like I ducked my head. And the slug smacked into the post I was straightening. Well, did you see anyone? If I had, Cal, I'd have brought his carcass back. And the second time, I was rounding up strays. This time, the shot was from the east. Drilled a hole clean through the crown of my hat. Well, think it over, Johnny. Jobs are scared. Ah, uh, no. I made up my mind, Cal. If there was plenty of men working here, it'd be different. But ain't healthy, Oh, but... you can leave any time you want. I ain't asking any yellow mongrel. Now, take ocean. it easy, Cal. There ain't nothing yellow in not wanting to be a target for some dirty ambusher. If you wasn't so fired stubborn, you'd sell the lazy tea and get out. I ain't aiming to sell. Yeah, I always heard you was stubborn and a balky jackass. But I didn't know you was a fool, too. But I ain't. No, sir. I'm pulling stakes and getting out while I can. Every man to his own choosing. 
Sounds like we got visitors. <laughs> yeah, two of them, I make it. Keep your gun handy, just in case. Howdy, Cal. Howdy, Johnny. Howdy, Sheriff. Howdy, North. Hello. Want some coffee? I'm sure. Well, hey. if you just don't mind, I'm going to hit the hay. Come on. Hmm. What's eating him, Carol? He aims to leave in the morning. How come? Oh, he was shot at a couple of times today. If you need any of my boys to help out, Cal... I don't suppose no one in these parts will want to buy. I thought you... Say, we come just at the right time. Yeah? Yeah, North will tell you. I want to have a talk with Johnny. Cal, I didn't want to say nothing before, but... After Pete and Red was ambushed... Well, I figured you might want to sell. Maybe. Of course, I can't pay what the lazy tea is worth, but... Hell, hit the window. Uh, Missed him. Uh, Grab your gun, we'll get him outside. Uh, what's the matter? There's a fellow prowling around. I saw him at the window. There he is in them trees. Well, horse, take the chair. We'll follow oh, him. Oh, it no use now. Besides, he could pick us off one at a time. It's plenty dark in them trees. Well, you still want to buy the lazy tea? After what's just happened, I, I reckon that'll take considerable thinking over, Cal. Why don't you drop over to my place tomorrow, and I'll tell you then. I reckon I'll do that. Say, you're forgetting your hat. I guess I'm kind of nervous. It's a good thing I happen to be looking at the... Hey, what's this? Huh? This, this ball of paper behind the door. Say, it's for you, Cal. Cal Brandt, get out before it's too late. I guess it must have been slid under the door when we wasn't looking. And we didn't see it on account of it's being crumpled up. Kind of like a chicken egg. You, you want me to stay here with you tonight, no, Cal? No, no. I reckon I can take care of everything. I'll drop over to your place tomorrow. Have a chair, Cal. Thanks. Maybe I'm crazy, but I'll buy the lazy tea. <laughs> Maybe I'll have better luck. I figure you won't have no trouble at all. In fact, I'm willing to copper any and all bets along them lines. What you driving at? Keep your paws away from your guns. Say you... You overplayed your hand last night, North. You didn't know Red had painted a... and planted a flower bed under the window you said you'd seen someone at. The ground under that there window is plenty soft. But there weren't no footprints. Say, what's that? Shut your face. Put your hands up even with your shoulders. I'm putting my six-gun back in the holster. Now, when I count three, reach for your gun. Now, listen. One, two... Oh, you fool. Didn't think I'd fire through the holster, eh? You thought you were smart. I wanted to scare you into selling the lazy tea, and if you'd had any sense, you'd have taken my money and cleared out. I figured it was you who killed Pete and Red. Sure it was. <laughs> but you ain't gonna tell the law, Cal. Uh, oh. You're gonna hang for them murders, North. I was hiding outside and heard the whole thing. You all right, Cal? I waited like you asked me to. Sure. Just a shoulder wound. I told you I was fixing to keep the lazy tea for a long time, Sheriff. A few minutes after North was lodged in jail. So you suspected him on her house, eh, Cal? Yeah. Red's flower bed sure trapped him. But even if there had been footprints there, Sheriff, I would have suspected North because... Ladies and gentlemen, did you discover the hidden clue that caused Cal Brandt to suspect North of being the murderer? If you did, ride into this station and tell us the hidden clue you found. 
And to test your powers of observation and deduction, listen for the correct hidden clue in this story the next time we present Suspicion. Suspicion. 